You are listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, AK. This is Humans of Jeju. Hello, welcome. Hello, Hello welcome, everyone. Welcome. Yes. Hello, everyone. Always with a red hat. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Do you, you know, wash that often? <laughs> Wow, that's a hard question. <laughs> I never thought about that. Uh, well, actually, it's not like I wear it like every day. Um, I do leave it in the car so that I, okay. when I come here, I do wear it. Yeah, uh, okay. You're not wearing like a whole day. But, you know, if you wash this hat, it'll, mm -hmm. you know, it gets gonna, ruined, right? Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. But is I mean, it going to be destroyed, like the shape I'll of this I'll make sure to wash it next time, yes. Is it, sm why? Do I was you just smell joking, something? but yeah, no, no, okay. no, no. All right. Maybe I'll get a new a one too. No, 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 nah. no. I mean, you said you have like three of them. Like the I same have. Ones. Well, the red one is this one. I lost the other red one, uh -huh. and I do have different colors, but they're all Boston caps. <laughs> This is like the only team that I would wear on okay, my head. Yes. Okay. P then, you know, please, you know, wear some other different colors of your head. Oh, like, different colors. I see only well, red head here. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah, try a different I, color. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I do not? have another one. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's move on to, you know, the topic. So, <laughs> who is the human of Jeju we are introducing today? <laughs> let's listen to today's human of Jeju. All right. 안녕하세요. 저는 새 딸을 키우면서 3년째 물질을 하고 있는 3대 해녀 고명효입니다. Okay, please. Yes, so today's human of Jeju is a mother of three daughters and third generation Henya, the mm. female diver, uh, who has been diving for three years and her name is Henya Go Myung Hyo. Yes, Hyo. Mm -hmm. And it's not really easy to encounter a young Henya. So you mentioned, you know, she's like a third generation. But yes. yeah, but often like I've heard, you know, that household engaged in diving like activities, you know, tend to stop to the like a second second mm. uh, generation. But I mean, you know, how did she become Henya then? So let's hear directly from her first. Okay. 제주 해녀라는 것 자체가 그 유네스코 무형문화유산에 등재되고 이렇게 하면서 주목을 많이 받는 거에 비해서 당사자들이 그런 거에 마음을 쓰지 않다 보니까 다 버려지고. 훼손되고 예를 들면 뭐 불턱 불턱이나 탈의장이나 어떤 뭐 하나도 다 중요하게 생각하지 않고 다 버려지고 그러다 보니까 시간이 지나면 정말 그냥 다 버려버릴 것 같거든요 제가 거기에 있으면 그 안에서 일어나는 일들을 놓치지 않고 기록만 해도 찍기만 해도 중요한 것들을 놓치지 않을 수 있을 것 같아가지고 해녀가 되기로 했어요 could you explain? Yes, so as mentioned earlier, she grew up in a family of Henya, uh, spanning three generations. Both her grandmother and mother were Henya, mm. and she naturally immersed herself into the Henya culture. Uh, when Jeju's Henya culture was designated as the UNESCO Intangible Cultural Heritage and gained significant attention, however, she mentioned it seemed like the Henya themselves didn't mm. particularly care about the recognition. Mm. So as a result, uh, spaces that are part of Henya culture, such as like the Pultak, yeah. a place where a fire is lit to warm up before and after diving, uh, and changing rooms where mm. the Henyas changed their diving suits, were being abandoned or damaged, which she felt 
sad about. Mm. So in response, she decided to become a henya herself, not only to increase the population of henyas, but also to actively document mm. and record the happenings within the henya culture. So she felt the need to capture and preserve the events unfolding within the Henya culture, mm. which she believed were being overlooked despite the increased attention to the overall culture. So she's both now a Henya and a recorder for Henya culture. So, I mean, that's a significant undertaking. Mm. You know, I'm really curious about the records she made us so far. So it's an interesting story as well. So let's hear it directly from her first. Okay, great. 엄마를 사진을 찍고 싶었어요. 근데 해녀들의 일터이다 보니까 해녀가 아닌 사람 들어갈 수가 없는 거예요. 그럼 내가 해녀 돼지가 될수 있는데 그렇게 해서 들어가서 엄마의 모습, 물질하는 모습 제일 많이 찍고 또 우리 해녀 삼촌들 다른 분들도 다 누구의 누군가 엄마잖아요. 그런 모습들을 이렇게 제일 많이 찍고 번째는 바다 모습. 저희가 자라는 동안에도 되게 많이 변했어요. 연한 개발을 되게 많이 하고 그래서. 보여지는 모습도 많이 바뀌어가고 있는데 바다 속 모습도 그거는 밖에 사람들이 잘볼수 없잖아요. 그래서 저는 그냥 카메라를 들고 항상 태화게 이렇게 끼워서 가요. 그 시시콜콜한 거다 기록을 하는데 물질하다가 어 새로운 신기한 바다 생물이 있으면 그런 것도 찍고 그 해녀 삼촌이 조금 불편해 약간 의식하면서 불편해 하긴 하는데 제주 말 그대로 해녀들이 쓰는 말들을 그대로 이렇게 찍어요. 그런 거 남겨놓지 않으면 글로는 알수 없는 그 있잖아요. 있는 그대로 이렇게 찍어놓는 거를 제일 중요하게 생각해서 열심히 가야 돼요. <웃음> Please. Yes. So initially, um, she mentioned that she wanted to film her mother, who mm. was Henya. Uh, so thinking she could just go into the sea where she used to play as a child to film her mother, she went there only to be stopped to find out that the entry to the Henya workplace wasn't allowed for just anyone. Mm. So she mentioned that she was a bit shocked at that moment because for her, it was disappointing not being able to enter the sea filled with her childhood mm. memories. This in part led her to decide to become a Henya herself, and also since both her grandmother and mother were Henya, it was easier for her to choose such path. Mm -hmm. uh, as she started joining the work in the sea, she mentioned her first recordings included her mother's diving activities. Mm. And from there on, she also captured other Henya, who were not only someone's mother, but also wives as well. Uh, she mentioned that she made efforts to capture the Jeju dialect that they spoke in filming, uh, believing that the feeling couldn't be conveyed as accurately through writing. So besides from that, she said she focused on documenting the intricate um, details of the underwater world mm. as well. Uh, while diving for materials, she said she also, uh, she always took an action camera attached to the tewa, a tool that Henyas use. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, if she encountered fascinating marine life, she says she would film that as well. So she considers capturing such moments important and such importance drives her to dedicate herself more into the work of diving. So after three years of shooting, she must have collected a significant amount of footage. So how does she organize and categorize them? So she mentioned that she primarily categorized the materials by type. Mm -hmm. So sorting them into categories such as like sora, the conch shells, sangae, sea urchins, seaweed, etc. Then 
she further categorized individuals mm. based on who they are. The rest is classified uh, by based on the conditions when entering the water, mm. like on a rainy day, on a, a windy day, or on a sunny day. And additionally, she mentioned that she also distinguishes them between days when she walks into the sea and the days when she dives and enters it mm. directly. Uh, so all these aspects are categorized and then stored. Wow, it seems like, you know, she got like her like unique way of kind of sorting and, you know, uh, categorizing. It's really fascinating. So today we are discussing the story of Ko Myung-hyo, uh, a third generation Hanyam and a recorder for Hanya culture on Jeju. So let's, you know, continue uh, our conversation. So you mentioned earlier that uh, she has been like recording the mm -hmm. Jeju Henya's activities for three years and when she records like you know does she also document her own thoughts and feelings in writing as well so let's hear that from her first great 그 할머니들이 70 80대다 보니까 제가 어렸을 때부터 저를 봐왔잖아요 그래서 저를 해녀 동료로는 잘 생각하지 않고 놀러 온 사람처럼 이렇게 같이 대해요 제가 그렇게 쫓아다니면서도 그냥 같이 가는 시간에 이것저것 물어봐요. 삼촌 몇년 언제부터 물질 하셨어요? 이런 거부터 어떤 기억 남는 거 있냐 이런 거 하면 카메라를 딱 키면 약간 뭔가 흐름이 끊기잖아요. 그럴 때 그냥 계속 듣다가 집에 와서 그거 다막 적고 그날 있었던 일 적고 사소한 거라도 거기서 있었던 일 적어서 다음에 보면 또 다르게 연결되는 것들이 있더라고요. 그래서 내가 뭐 이렇게 중요하다 안 중요하다 선택해서 적었다 보면 적을 게 별로 없고 남는 게 별로 없더라고요. 그래서 다 적었죠. <웃음> All right, please. Yes, so since the Hanyo grandmothers are in their 70s and 80s, growing up in the same neighborhood, she said she has known them from an early age. Mm. So she mentioned that they consider her more as someone who comes to the sea for fun rather than as a fellow Hanyo. Uh, being around these hamchons, she mentioned that she asked them various questions during the time going to the sea. She mm -hmm. asked questions ranging from hamchon, uh, when did you start diving, mm. to like personal stories. She mentioned that she does have a camera in her hand and sometimes naturally turns it on. But since turning on the camera can disrupt the flow, uh, she mentioned most of the stories are just listened to mm, and later wow. written and recorded at home. So additionally, she writes the events that happened in the sea each day. So rather than selecting what is important and what is not, she says she records everything from that day. Mm. Uh, since when you go through a process of like selection, you might end up losing some of those wow, records. Wow, that's crazy. So uh, she did uh, so a lot of interviews with the Samchuns and you know there must be like some memorable stories too. So can you share a few? Yes, yeah, so when the 70s and 80s year old Hanya Samchun there shared stories about their lives she said she found that their lives uh, were even more moving mm. and touching so according to her records uh, around the age of 10 Jeju girls were given taewak to play in the sea uh, catching small things to make them feel more comfortable with the environment mm. now there are henyo schools and if anyone wants to become a henyo they receive formal education there uh, in the past however uh, there was no such system and children were just allowed to play in the sea until their height reached about 
160 centimeter, mm-hmm. which is a height equivalent to the uh, age of a middle schooler. Mm-hmm. And around that age, she said, they would go to the sea with most adults. Mm. So most of the Henya Samchunder in their 80s began diving around the age of 15, and they've been diving for about wow, 65 years. Yeah. And their long journey into diving started this way, uh, enduring a tough and challenging mm. life. What she found regrettable is that because these Hanyo Samchunder have guarded the sea for a long time, they're not very fond of young people or others diving in the sea. Yeah. Uh, they have a strong determination to protect their sea since mm-hmm. they have made a living through the diving. Um, however, she feels sorry that their strong commitment to maintaining the traditional way of life might actually come across as being kind of closed. Wow. So it seems, you know, their long kind of established boundaries as Hanyo are a result of years of experience. So nowadays, you know, with the emergence of Hanyo schools, like their there's a gradual opening kind of a te- of the path for people to become Henyo. Mm-hmm. And however, the decline uh, in this in seafood harvest due to like a sea pollution and, you know, the, the level of like sea, um, sea, like, you know, uh, and, you know, this appears to be a significant problem as well. So uh, if the sea was uh, like uh, abundant, you know, the threshold of becoming a Henyo might, you know, not be as high as... Right. Yeah, it is now. Uh, and she also she's also a graduate of a Henyo school. So let's hear directly from her about her experience at the Henyo school. Yeah, great. 제주에는 법반 해녀 학교가 있고 제가 나온 귀덕에 한소풀 해녀 학교가 이렇게 두 군데가 있어요. 법반 해녀 학교를 만드신 분이 그 해녀 학교를 만든 이유가 그 할망바당의 가치 공존하는 그 가치를 교육하고. 해녀를 체험하면서 그 삶을 그대로 배워보자라는 취지에서 만들어진 학교예요. 사람들은 그 해녀 학교를 나면 해녀가 될수 있는 줄 아는 거예요. 근데 그렇지 않거든요. 왜냐면 102개, 어천 개가 있는데 경제 활동을 하는 공동체잖아요. 자기 밥그릇 나눠 먹는다고 생각을 하거든요. 그래서 계속 계속 규칙을 많이 만들어요. 동네에 3년 이상 살아야 되고 해녀인 가족이거나. 아니면 시집을 오거나 그래도 그 해녀 학교가 생기면서 이제 진짜로 해녀로의 삶을 살고 싶어하는 사람들이 늘어났잖아요. 그래서 어촌계 중에서도 그래도 마음이 열린 마을에서 이제 어촌계를 개방을 한 거예요. 개방을 해서 이제 인턴식으로 몇 년을 해봐라 이런 식으로 이렇게 이제 해녀들을 받기 시작한 어촌계들이 몇 군데가 있는 거죠. 근데 저희 동네는 저희 엄마가 50여 년 동안 막내였던 거예요. 보통 그 해녀 학교에 온 사람들이 역사에 대해서도 듣고 다이빙 기술에 대해서도 배우긴 하는데 듣는 것보다 보고 배우는 게더 빨리 배울 수 있다고 하잖아요. 그래서 과정의 하나로 해녀 학교도 되게 의미 있다고 생각해요. Alright, please. Yeah, so there are two Henyo schools in Jeju, one in Popan village called the Popan Henyo School, mm-hmm. and one she attended, which is Hansupur Henyo School in Kwidok mm-hmm. village. The Popan Henyo School was established by the head of the Henyo Culture Research Institute, uh, to which she belongs. The reason for establishing the school was to widely promote and apply the communal cu- uh, culture of Henyo in their lives. 
Uh, Jeju Henya have a unique communal culture, and one of the aspect is the Halmang Badang. Mm. Uh, as Henya Samchungdeol, who have been diving for a long time, age and become grandmothers, uh, they no longer can venture into the deeper seas. Oh, okay. So they designate Halmang Badang, and it is strictly forbidden for younger skilled divers to. Encroach uh, upon it. Wow. So Jeju Henya divided divides the harvesting zones into mm-hmm. Sangun, Jungun, Hagun, mm-hmm. the upper, middle, and lower, mm-hmm. uh, based on their diving skills. And they use traditional tools like the tailwalk without re- relying on various modern tools uh, suitable for like oxygen supply or material collection mm-hmm. and harvesting as much as their breath can mm-hmm. allow. So all of these represent the Henyo's wisdom living harmoniously with um, nature. So the Henyo school teaches Henyo the techniques, history, and culture. Wow, interesting. So does graduating uh, from the Henyo school automatically lead to becoming a Henyo? Uh, actually, no. As mentioned earlier, it's not easy to open up the access to the sea, uh, which is essentially the economic activity base for the mm. henyos. So if henyo numbers increase without control, they might lose their livelihood. Uh, there are there are actually 102 fishing villages uh, in Jeju, and the village she belongs to, she mentioned, is particularly very conservative. Um, her mother has been the youngest henyo for 50 years. Wow. So over time, rules were established in this fis- uh, fishing villages. For example, before, one had to reside in the village for over three years, mm-hmm. and only those who have family members like mothers or grandmothers who were henyo, or those who were married into henyo families could become henyo. <gasps> Oh, that's not easy. Yes. However, with the emergence of the Henyo schools and their recognition by UNESCO, uh, more people started showing interest in becoming Henyo. Mm-mm. So in result, uh, some more open-minded village leaders and Henyo association heads have instituted like internship programs for wow. several years to recruit new Henyo. I mean, it seems like it's really well structured, like in a in a school Henyo. Mm. So what did she learn at the you know, Henyo school? So she mentioned that the Henyo school primarily focuses on the techniques of diving. Mm. Uh, while they do learn about like Henyo history and culture, she mentioned that it didn't quite resonate with her during the classes. Uh, she says she truly actually learned about Henyo by directly diving, clashing, and experiencing within the community of the Henyo. However, she acknowledges that the Henyo school had significant meaning as uh, one part of the process for her to become a Henyo. Mm. So was her mother supportive of her like a decision to become a Henyo? So she said her mother was the one who was actually most opposed yeah, of her decision. I guess so so the, let's hear the story first. Great. 왜냐면 저희 엄마 때까지는 선택해서 이 해녀가 된 사람들이 아니잖아요. 엄마는 장녀고 그랬어서 학교를 못간 거가 한인데 자기 자식을 다 이렇게 키워놨는데 자기 일도 있고 바쁜데 해녀를 하겠다고 하니까 쓸데 없어 보이는 거예요. 그리고 이 고생을 왜 하겠다고 하는 건지 그거를 이해하, 이해하지 못하니까 반대하다가 못하게 하려고 그럼 해녀 학교라도 가라 이렇게 한 거예요. 제가 또 모태 해녀예요. 뱃속에서 이제 8개월까지 물질을 했으니까 난 분명 잘할 거다 이런 생각을 가지고 해녀 학교를 갔는데 너무 잘한, 잘하니까 엄마한테 나 이렇게 잘한다 맨날 맨날 자랑을 했어요. 마침 그때 우리 그 어촌계에 처음, 처음으로 신규 해녀를 받았어요. 
그러니까 저희 엄마가 거의 50년을 막내로 살다가 신규 해녀들이 들어오는데 그 다음이 저 저희 엄마랑 저는 이렇게 보존할 가치가 있는 해녀와 그거를 기록하는 해녀의 연결고리가 되는 거예요 이런 거에 대해서 되게 의미 있다 이렇게 생각하시는 분들이 촬영을 왔어요 몇해 거쳐서 하루 종일 촬영하고 인터뷰를 몇 시간 하고 하다 보니까 엄마가 편집된 영상을 보고 있으니까 자기가 더 이해할 수 있겠나 봐요 그래서 이거를 왜 하고 싶어 하는지를 이제 알아서 제일 많이 지원해 주죠 Alright, please. So she mentioned living in a different era. Her mm. mother actually didn't want to become a henya because she wanted to. Uh, she wished to continue her studies, but her grandfather insisted that she, being the eldest daughter, should engage in economic mm. activities uh, as a henya. As times changed, her mother's younger siblings were allowed to go to school. And given these circumstances, her mother, uh, who had already established a career and raised three children, uh, couldn't support her daughter's uh, sudden decision, mm. you know, to become a henya. Yeah, yeah. So it was difficult for her mo mom to accept uh, because she already had her responsibilities and her daughter choosing to become a henya seemed like an unexpected mm, change. Yeah, yeah. So her mother set a condition that if she really wanted to become a henya, she should attend the henya school. And without any hesitation, she registered at the henya school and she expressed confidence in her diving skills because in her own words, she was a natural born henya. Yeah. So her mother had, con uh, her mother had continued diving until she was eight months mm. pregnant with her, which contributed to her inherent connection to henya life. Yeah. At the henya school, she also mentioned that she excelled in diving and received praise as a student who consistently updated her records. So when returning home from school, she says she proudly bragged about her diving skills to her mom. Oh, that's amazing. So it seems, you know, her mother's kind of feeling weren't, you know, easily swayed. Yes, you're right. And her mother didn't want her daughter to endure the hardships yeah. she went through as a henya. Mm -hmm. So interestingly, her mother, who hadn't met a new henya for 50 years at that time, um, her fishing village accepted new recruits. Mm -hmm. uh, as she found out, her mother, who was born in 1957, had been the youngest henya in that village for 50 years. Mm -hmm. And also, she as a new henya and a henya rec recorder found it surprising and fascinating that both she and her had some kind of connection, being like the youngest mm -hmm. and being the newest. Uh, and as such story became intriguing for a broadcasting station, she said that a broadcasting station came and filmed the documentary about the henyas from their village. Uh, even though her mother had opposed her becoming a henya, watching the interview in the documentary helped her mother finally realize mm. uh, why her daughter wanted to become a henya. Yeah. And she mentioned that through it, her mother realized that it wasn't merely for livelihood, uh, but to... Uh, but to document and promote the value of henya culture was what her daughter wanted to do, and she found it very meaningful. Mm. Uh, so since then, she said her mother has become a reliable supporter. Wow, that's a beautiful story. So continuing the henya legacy as the younger, you know, youngest daughter of the youngest henya for 50 years, and you know that's a profoundly meaningful story mm -hmm. indeed. So I'm curious to hear that you know more about the both like of their journey. 
companies. And let's continue. So we mentioned earlier that her mother, who initially opposed to uh, you know her becoming a henyo, has now become a strong supporter. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious about the stories that like you know how, how that follows. And uh, you know as a mother and daughter and as colleagues and as a you know mother who has been a henyo for over 50 years and Ko Myung-yo who started this as henyo recorder. So how do they you know spend their time together as henyos? So it's not common for parent-child relationship to turn into colleagues. So first, uh, let's hear the story from her. Okay. 엄마랑 같이 울지를 해요. 옷 입을 때부터 엄마가 다 준비해 놓고 도와줘요. 그러면 저는 옛날 어렸을 때로 돌아간 느낌이 들거든요. 근데 그때 어렸을 때는 엄마는 계속 일하러 가셔서 엄마랑 같이 있는 시간이 항상 부족하다고 느꼈었거든요. 내가 엄마가 되고 나서 엄마의 그런 돌봄을 받잖아요. 그러면 엄마가 젊었을 때, 우리가 어렸을 때 그때 우리 엄마는 어떤 생각을 가지고 이걸 했을까 아, 힘들었겠다 이런 생각도 많이 해서 그 옛날에 내가 엄마랑 있고 싶었던 시간 그거를 좀 보상받는 느낌이에요. 햇빛 이렇게 막 쏟아지면서 엄마랑 태화을 뒤집어서 같이 이렇게 이동하면 정말 평화로운 시간이거든요. 그러면 어떤 때는 막 가끔 막 눈물 날 때도 있고 엄마도 그렇고 저도 그렇고 남은 같이 지낼 수 있는 날이 그 이전보다 많이 없잖아요. 근데 앞으로 되게 그래도 우리가 같이 물질하고 이 시간이 보장받는 시간이고 너무 평화로운 시간이고 그래서 그 시간이 너무 너무 소중해요. Alright, please. Yes, yeah, so she mentioned that she now works with her mother in gathering marine products, doing uh, muljil, the water work. Mm-hmm. Uh, since her mother is a veteran henya, she said that she helps everything uh, from like preparing the clothes to being by her side. So she also mentioned that it feels like going back to her childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, like many mothers of Jeju, she said her mother had a little time to spare between farming and henya activities. So just like her mother, she practically grew up in her grandmother's hands. So she always felt that there was not enough time with her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she feels like she's receiving care from her own mother oh. again. So it makes her think a lot about what her mother might have been thinking when she was young and when she herself was a child. Mm -hmm. So she often reflects on the difficult times that they might have faced and said that spending time with her mom now gives her a sense of uh, compensation for the time that she wanted to spend with her when she was a child. Mm. So she finds it peaceful and cherishes the precious moments, especially when they walk together carrying their tools on sunny days. And even amidst that, sometimes even tears come down her eyes. Uh, So since the days they can spend together are fewer than before, Mm. she values the guaranteed time that they have during their gathering activities and describes these moments as peaceful and incredibly um, precious. I mean, imagining, you know, like a, both of them, like a walking, um, like on the like seaside together. I mean, it sounds very, you mm-hmm. know, cute and beautiful. All right. So thank you so much for this precious story, yes. you know, together as always. And, you know, and hope you have a, you know, enjoy the rest of your day. And yes. I'm going to see you, you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed the segment. If you are curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com slash wondersofjeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at wondersofjeju. 
as well as our Instagram account at WOJ underbar Arirang. We are going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening on this island.